Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. Open your Bible with me today to Jeremiah chapter 29. And we're in a series called Dream Again. Can you say it with me? Dream Again. A lot of people, and you know what I'm talking about, and you know who I'm talking to, have stopped dreaming. Through COVID, before, during, and after, uh, through what's going on in the world today, uh, a lot of people have stopped dreaming. So I think it's time for us to dream again and dream bigger than ever before. Because you were created to dream. You were created to dream. You, you have a, a built-in wire system to dream, okay? So we're in this series. Now, last week we talked about during our series, we're gonna use Abraham as our character study on dream again. You would think we would use Joseph, but I encourage you homework for you to do your own character study on Joseph in the Bible, in the book of Genesis. But we looked at Abraham, God gave him a dream at 75. What do we learn from that? You're never too old to dream. God gave him and his wife, Abram and Sarai, a, a dream that they would have a child. They had no children. Beyond that, they said that you're going to be a father of not only one child or one nation, but many nations. God gave them an impossible dream. God gave them an impossible dream that without God, it could never come to pass. God wants to give you an impossible dream that without God, it'll never come to pass. That's how you know it's from God. If you can do it, it's your dream and not God's dream. If you can do it, it's your dream and not God's dream. If it's God's dream, you need God to fulfill that dream. Can I have a, 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 a strong amen? Okay, so, so it's really important. People with great dreams become great people. People with great dreams become great people. I want you to become great, greater than you are now. You and I are ordinary until we attach ourselves to an extraordinary dream. Then we become extraordinary people. We are ordinary until we attach ourselves to an extraordinary dream, then that dream makes us extraordinary people. Great dreams make great people. If you want to be great, if you want to make a difference, I know you do, then you need a great dream to give your life to. Amen? So what I want to do is I'm going to give you some scripture, and you may say, well, I already know that. Don't do that because you're going to miss Revelation. Okay? So I'm going to give you some scripture as a, as a fundamental foundational basis on God wants you to dream. Most people don't dream. Most people exist. I don't want the people I pastor to exist. I want you to be great. I want you to leave a legacy. I want you to make an impact. I want your life to count. Okay? So uh, let's look at some scriptures for foundation and let the word talk to you today, okay? Dream again. Albert Einstein said, 
Albert Einstein said, imagination is better than knowledge. Imagination is better than knowledge. And that comes from Albert Einstein. Einstein also said, imagination rules the world. Imagination rules the world. You and I need to understand God gave us a gift called imagination. Imagination has to deal with your future. Your memory deals with your past. Your memory deals with your past. God gave us the gift of imagination. It is a gift. The devil wants to pervert it. He wants us to imagine the worst. God wants us to imagine the best. I know we're in bad times. They say we're going to go in even worse times. But when God is for you, God makes the best out of the worst. God makes the best out of the worst. You and I have both heard of people who became multi-gazillionaires during COVID. Many people lost their jobs, their retirement, their homes, but other people became wealthy and multi-millionaires. Either I'm going to focus on my adversity or I'm going to focus on my opportunity. Either I'm going to focus on my adversity or I'm going to focus on my opportunity. And the word for me and our church this year was focus. And I asked you last week, what are you focusing on in 2023? You should be focusing on God's dream for your life. You with me so far? I've said in the introduction more than most churches are going to get all service today. I hope you're with me and taking notes. Okay. So let's build faith comes by hearing the word Jeremiah 29 verse 11 NIV new international version NIV for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord. So God's got a plan for your life, right? The, the three most important things in my life and the three most important things in your life are these. Number one, to get born again. The three most important things in your life as a human being is number one, get saved, get born again. That's the most important. If not, you're going to miss out on the life God wants you to live and the person God wants you to be, and you'll spend eternity in hell. Number two, the most important thing is to know God's dream for your life. Know God's purpose for your life. Three most important things for a human being. I've been here 40 years. We planted this church. We're celebrating 40 years of ministry here. And with all that said, I would say this. The three most important things. It's not your vacation. It's not your kids. It's not your retirement. It's not your job. It's not your career. Number one, to be born again. Receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Totally surrender your life to him. The second most important thing is after a Christian, I want to discover God's purpose for my life, God's plan, God's purpose, God's dream. The third most important thing is after I've discovered what God wants me to do with my life, then to develop my skills, talents, and abilities to fulfill it. And you spend your life doing that. Develop your skills, talents, abilities to fulfill God's dream or plan for your life. God's purpose, he has a plan, and our job is to discover it and then develop the talent, the skill, the ability to fulfill it. Are y'all with me? So that means every day become a better version of who you are. That means every day you become a better person. 
It means every day you become better at what you do. Your gifts and talents and abilities reveal your purpose. Your gifts, and this morning I'm teaching growth track. In the 11 o'clock service, we have growth track every Sunday. The first Sunday of every month, I teach it. And growth track is all about helping you discover your gift, talent, and ability. Because once you do that, it's connected to your purpose. You discover your purpose by discovering your ability, talent, and skill, your spiritual gift. When you take your spiritual gift and use it for purpose, you meet the needs of other people. And the more needs you meet in other people's lives, the more your income will increase. Okay? So let's go back now to Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. So what does God want to do? Prosper you. That's what we talk about every offering time at Church on the Rock. Ways that God can prosper us and how to tap into his prosperity. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and what? A future. You should be focusing on your future. You should be focusing on the opportunities and the advantages your dream will bring into your life. Your dream will bring opportunities, advantages into your life. You need to be forward thinking. God never leads us back. God never leads us back. He always leads us forward. So from this, we know God has a plan and that plan includes your future. God has your future all planned out. And in God's eyes, it's not to harm you or hurt you, right? It's to give you hope. Next verse for our foundation is Ephesians 3.20. Now, they should have that in the Amplified, the Message, and the Passion, okay? So we're going to look at it in three different translations, paraphrases, because it brings out what I wanted to bring out. Now to him who, in consequences of the action of his power, is at work within us, at work within us. Notice, God's working on us, and God's working in us, so God can work through us. God's working on you and in you, so he can work through you. The power that's within us is able to carry out his purpose, not mine, and do super abundantly, far over and above all that we dare, dare, God's daring us to dream. God's daring you to pick up your dream. God's daring you to dream again. God in Texas talk is double dog daring you, okay? He's daring you to ask or think beyond your highest prayers. Look at the words, your highest desires, your highest thoughts, your highest hopes, and what's the next word? God expects you to dream. God expects you to dream. God expects you to dream. You were created not to go from paycheck to paycheck. You were not created to barely get by. You were not created just to have enough for your four and no more. You were created to dream. God works in accordance to your dreams, your God-given dreams. Say it with me. I have been created to dream. Okay. 
So God expects you to dream. Let's look at it in another paraphrase, Ephesians 3.20, in the message. I like it in the message. God can do anything. Boy, somebody needs to hear that today. He can restore your marriage, your body, your mind, your job, your career, your life, your hopes, and your dream. God can do anything. You dream it, God can do it. If you dream it, God can do it. He said, if you can ask it and think it, God dares you to ask and think big, and he can do it. God can do anything you know far more than you could ever what? Imagine. Remember I told you your imagination is a gift from God. It deals with your future, not your past. Your memory is for your past. Your imagination is for your future. You need to monitor your imagination. You need to monitor your imagination. You shouldn't be imagining the worst. You shouldn't be imagining death, defeat, depression, disaster, drugs, alcohol, addictions. You shouldn't be imagining that. So he can do far above. God can do anything. If you can dream it, God can do it. That you could ever imagine, guess, or request in your wildest what? You are to have wild dreams, wild dreams. I didn't say scary dreams, but I said wild dreams. He does it not by pushing us. Your dream should pull you, should pull you. God doesn't drive you. God wants to lead you through your dream. Your dream should pull you through. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, his spirit deeply and gently within us. I want you to extract. God can do anything, even your wildest dream. You were created to dream, not exist. Just get by my four. No more. I got enough. I don't need any more. Those are lies from the devil. That's not God's will. You were created to dream and dream big because you have a big God. Your dreams reflect the God you serve. Your dreams reflect the God you serve. If he's a big God, you should have big dreams. Another passion translation, I believe, for that. Never doubt God's mighty power. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and to accomplish all of this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request. Your most unbelievable dream. We talked about big dreams, and then we read wildest dreams, and now he says unbelievable dream. That your most unbelievable dream, and he will exceed... Don't you like the passion paraphrase? He will exceed your wildest imagination. He will exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all. What? Your unbelievable dream and your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly will energize you. God energizes you through your imagination. God energizes you through a dream. 
Those Christians who are stagnant and stuck and lost the fire is because they lost their dream. They stopped dreaming God's dream. They stopped imagining the future that God has pre-planned for their life. Because when you have a dream from God and you are imagining big things, you will be energized. It will motivate you. You go to bed thinking about it. You wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it. And you wake up in the morning thinking about it. And it energizes you. Can we have a praise break? Come on, give the Lord a big praise, would you? So did you say, did you hear big dream, wildest dream, unbelievable dream, imagination, wildest imagination? God expects you to dream. Okay. All right. Romans chapter eight, third foundational verse. We are assured and we know that God being a partner in our labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan. God has a plan and a purpose and a dream for your life for good to those And for those who love God, how many love God today? And how many are called today to his purpose? That's the prerequisite. I have to love God and have to be chasing his purpose for my life for everything to work out. If I don't love God and I don't care about his purpose for my life, everything's not going to work out. If I don't love God and I'm not following his purpose, his will, his plan, his dream for my life, everything's not going to work out. But if I do love God and I follow his purpose, remember the three most important things? What were they? Number one, be born again. Number two, discover God's purpose, plan, and dream for your life. And number three, Develop your God-given talent, ability, and skill. Because when you develop your God-given ability, gifting, and skill, then you'll know your purpose. And when, you're, when your skill set and your gifts are working on your purpose, then that purpose should meet needs. That's the will of God for your life. That's the will of God for your life. Okay, let me share with you how to get a dream from God. How to get a dream from God. How to get a dream from God. Number one is I want to liken it like this, that the word, the Bible, scriptures are like oil, painting oil, like an oil painting. And then I want you to see the Holy Spirit is the artist. The Holy Spirit is the artist. The one year Bible is the oil. And number three, the canvas is your heart. I don't get it. Very simple. This is how I got my dream from God. This is how I knew that Kim and I were called to St. Louis to, to a pastor of this church for 40 years. This is how I got my dream from God. By reading the Bible, meditating the Bible, that's the oil. By listening to the Holy Spirit, he's the artist. And by letting him paint an image, an image, a picture, a dream in my spirit. My heart is the canvas. Three elements, Holy Spirit, Word of God, and the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, and your spirit, okay? And that's how you get a dream from God. That's how you find out what God's purpose for your life. Now, let me just say this, that, that dreams change. They expand and change and grow in stages and ages. 
in stages and ages that dreams, well, I got to hustle, that dreams from God, I just told you how to get it. Uh, you get in the word, you get Bible routine. I'm trying to help you find God's dream through the one year Bible this year, because I love you as your pastor, I'm doing everything I can to help you. But if you don't do it, it's not my fault. It's your fault. Okay. You got, you know, with the Dave Ramsey thing on money, you shouldn't be having any money problems. You should be getting out of those problems. With our marriage conference this weekend and all that we have going on here for the family, the at home out there, it solves all of your marital problems. If you'll just do it. See how quiet it gets when you talk about the family. Praise God. And faith problems, one year Bible. Okay. So, so it changes though. Your dream will expand and grow through stages and ages. You with me? Okay, so when I was a little guy, when I was in grade school, I'm in third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, I put model cars together, model car kits. You remember, I'm a classic car motorcycle guy. That's my hobby, classic cars and motorcycles. Okay, I got that from my brother when I was just a little guy and he was a teenager. Okay, used to ride in his hot cars and I could see myself vision doing it someday. But I couldn't do it when I first saw it. Age, 12 years old, didn't have a driver's license. Dreams expand and change through ages and stages. So I'm a little guy and I put model cars together. I love doing that. I even entered model car contest. I mean, I could envision myself uh, driving those little model cars I was putting together. Well, then, you know, I went from little model cars to one day I had a paper route. And one day I saw a Swin Stingray bicycle in the window of Gamble's hardware store on the square of where I grew up. I went by there and there was a Swin Stingray in the window of Gamble's hardware store. It was awesome. It had a banana seat. It had a sissy bar. It had ape handlebars. You know, ape hangers, you know, they go up high, they call them ape hangers. It was a beautiful blue metal flake. It had a slick. Anybody know what a slick tire is? I don't mean worn out tread. Okay. It had a slick on the back of it. I looked in that window and I saw myself. I saw myself. I got a vision. I went from model cars to a Swin Stingray bicycle. And then what I started doing is, if I'm lying, I'm frying. Then what I started doing is, is on Friday night, me and my buddies in this little town that we lived in, there was an A&W, and right next to the A&W, there was a block. We would take our bicycles and have drag races on that block because all of our brothers were drag racing downtown and a quarter mile outside town. But we, as their little brothers, we would meet there on a Friday night. We would go to the A&W. Anybody ever been to the A&W? Man, a teen booger, papa booger. Oh, praise God. If you haven't been there, you haven't, you haven't lived. And, and we would do that, and then we would all meet. We had it marked out. We had a block, and we would drag race one another with our bicycles. Cool. Dreams change through ages and stages, okay? Then what happens? I progress, and now I'm 16. Guess what? I'm not riding my Swin Stingray anymore. At 16, I have a black 57 Chevy two-door. 
And now you know what I'm doing? Don't tell Don, but I'm drag racing on the street. On the street. Okay? I'm south of town on that quarter mile. What did I do? My dream grew up. My dream expanded from a model car to a swim bicycle to an actual car. Right? So dreams change through ages and stages. That's really important for you to understand that. Next. Let's go next, guys. Am I helping anybody? Next page. Okay? God's dream for your life. God's dream for your life. Next will be bigger than yours. This is a, 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 some characteristics here that you might want to write down. I'm going to go quickly. They'll put them back there. But God's dream will be bigger than yours. God's dream will be better. Everybody say better. Will be better than yours. Number three, God's dream will bring you through tough times. God's dream will bring you through tough times. God's dream will bring out your best. God's dream will bring out your best. God's dream will bring out your best. You were created to dream wild dreams. God's dream will impact other people. Kim and I had a dream from God to pastor a multicultural mega church in the St. Louis area. Because of that dream, you're here today and you're impacted and your life is better because of the dream God gave us. This city's better because of the dream God gave us way back in the 70s. Your dream from God is bigger than yours. It's better than yours. It brings out your best. It should impact and serve and help other people. When we were in college at Southwestern University in Waxahachie, Texas, we had a friend walk up to us. We lived on the campus in the married dorm. One of our friends from back home was there at school, and he walked up to Kim and I, and he said, I, I was just praying the other day. He was an artist. He was a commercial artist, but he was going to Bible college. He said, I just think, does this ring a bell? I just think this is what the church is going to look like that you and Pastor Kim, you and Kim are going to pastor. This was in 1977, and the drawing was the inside of this building. Not the outside, but the inside of this building way back then. Your dream, if it's from God, will impact, serve, and help other people. Because of my dream for marketplace, my dream for your youth, our dream for your children, because of that dream to have a family church, your family's better. Your life is better. Your marriage should be better. Your finances should be better. If you utilize the resources and the teaching I give you every week. So your dream will impact other people as the team comes out. It will give your life purpose and meaning. Your dream from God. I told you how to get it, that the word is the oil, the Holy Spirit is the artist, and your heart is the canvas. You get in the word, you surrender to the spirit, you ask God to show you, you start serving in this church, you start serving in this church, and God will show you what the call of God is on your life, the purpose and the dream for your life. You serve your way to greatness. You serve your way to greatness. You serve your way to discovering your purpose. Your dream will give your life purpose and meaning. Purpose and meaning. Next, it will leave a legacy after you're gone. It will leave a legacy after you're gone. Now, I'm not going to have time to give these to you. We'll do them all next week, but I want to give you one. There's seven. There's seven. 
You need to dream again because, number one, you put it up there, guys. Without a dream, your life is perishing. Without a dream, your life is perishing. Without a dream, your life will get smaller. Without a dream, your life will get comfortable. Without a dream, your life will get comfortable. Without a dream, your life will be confused, scattered, no boundaries, no guidelines, no direction. Proverbs 29, verse 18. Where there is no what? Vision. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. Now listen very carefully. You need a vision for your dream to come to pass. Two different things. Last week I told you that a gift of the Holy Spirit is visions and dreams. Acts 2.17. In the last days, the Holy Spirit will be poured out and young men will have visions and old men will dream dreams. They're never too old to dream dream, okay? But you need a vision for your dream to come to pass. You need a vision for your dream to come to pass. You with me, family? I sure do love you. Am I helping anybody? Years ago, everybody say years ago. Years ago, it, it was in the early 90s, in the early 90s, I wanted a new Harley Davidson fat boy. I wanted a new Harley Davidson motorcycle fat boy. So I took a picture of it, a picture of it, a picture of it. I taped it. At that time, I was driving a Volvo. I took a picture of this new fat boy from Doc's Harley Davidson. I put it on the dash of my Volvo. You can ask my family. You can ask my kids. They get in the car. Every time they got in there, there was a picture on the dash with scotch tape of a brand new fat boy motorcycle burgundy. Okay. You have to be specific. I had a vision of that. Well, I, I, I worked hard, saved my money. Pastor Kim let me buy a new fat boy, Harley Davidson, burgundy, Doc's Harley Davidson from Doc himself. Okay. All right. Then what happened is we're over in the North campus. I had it about three months and Matt Gober, Matt Gober, ex hell's angel, Canaan land came here to speak. Kenneth Copeland said, Dave, you need to have Mac. Mac's my buddy. I said, okay, brother Copeland, I'll have Mac. So Mac came. He's on the platform. I'd never met him before in my life. I'm sitting on the platform. God says, give him your fat boy. Give him your new motorcycle. Cost me $18,000. Give it to him. So I said, I rebuke that spirit. I rebuke that spirit. So you got to have a vision. Got to have a vision for your dream to come to pass. I had a vision. I had a vision, what? Of my motorcycle. And that vision, seeing it every day, brought it to reality. The dream became a reality. Okay? I gave that motorcycle to Matt Gober. Canaan Land Ministry, I was on the board. The tribe of Judah, Ben Priest, he was here with us. And what happened was I gave it to Mac. And Ben Priest and Mac and the tribe of Judah turned it into a drag bike. A drag bike. They began to take it to Sturgis. Your dream will impact other people. Your dream will help other people. So uh, they took it to Sturgis every year and won at Sturgis with that bike. And Ben and Mac both told me, led hundreds of bikers to the Lord through my bike. 
of a dream that was a vision on the dashboard of my Volvo. Without a vision, without a picture, your dream will never come to pass. And with a vision, your dream will come to pass and your dream should save, deliver, help and impact other people. I'm out of time. Can you give the Lord a big praise? Say it with me. I am created to dream. Dream again, my brother and sister. Please dream again. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're a part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.